Welcome to Swimming with the Fish, where tonight we will be looking at tragedies. Uh, good evening. This is, in fact, Crutch. Uh, good evening, Goon. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Chief. I am a walking tragedy at the moment. Oh, do tell. I have been going round and round the mulberry bush, chasing this weasel, thus making me some kind of monkey, and I found that quite racist. I think you should file a grievance immediately. With who, the zoo? <laughs> I, I'm not sure who to complain to, but I feel like complaining. That's why I'm here today. Well, we, uh, we, we, we normally try to do a, uh, a rather lighthearted and fun show, even when we're talking about serious stuff. <clears throat> and to be honest with you, when we started thinking about what we were going to do for this show, which usually starts about a day or two after the previous recording, we had some reasonable ideas of things we could talk about, people we could mock and you know laugh and have good stuff. Um, this weekend kind of changed everything. So we thought, hmm, this is a great example, great opportunity, if you will. Um, and who was it? It was uh, Rahm Emanuel. So never let a tragedy, you know, never let a tragedy go is a great opportunity. Was it something like that going? Go to he waste. A, never, go let, to waste. never let a good crisis go to waste. Thank you, gentlemen. I, see, this is, this is why you're here, because I'm lost without you. The I truly only reason. You're an information service and nothing more. Um, but all, all kidding aside, um, the events in, in Las Vegas have basically warped any any plan to do anything else. We're going to address it. We're going to address it hopefully in a manner of a broader context. I think that would be a best way to describe it, don't you think? Guys, I mean, we're going to look at that. We're going to look at a bunch of other tragedies, both natural and man-made and kind of take a lo long look on how the government approaches reaction, planning, preparation, how um, the media then covers the story and gives you an angle. And hopefully, uh, if we can you know, get some time in here, maybe even have a few stories about how the regular folk are just trying to get through these things. So... Uh, so, Chief, where do you think we ought to start? Should we start with Vegas and work backwards? I would say we should start from the beginning. So, you know, it started with Adam listening to Eve, and it was just all downhill from there. <laughs> uh, well, there goes uh, a third of our audience right there. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. The comments the of the chief the in no way reflect <laughs> the feelings of both the goon and the, crutch right. towards uh, those uh, who uh, um, identify as the, uh, female. The privileged, the the privileged members of uh, swimming with the fish, uh, mm. w wish to state that uh, the comments of the chief are his own and do not necessarily reflect our comments. <clears throat> way way to show the solidarity, guys. I, I'm I picked up my bus license yesterday. How about you, Goon? <laughs> I'm I'm right now getting ready to find out how to put it in reverse so we can back up over him because <laughs> you know what? Our wives are gonna be going over to his house, they're gonna meet up with, with his missive missus, and they're gonna kill him. Uh good luck with that. Okay. <laughs> as as uh 
but all, all kidding aside, <laughs> uh, we, we you know this, we've had a number of tragedies, and we can we can just look at the last ten years or so, and find enough stuff on our own shores um, to to take a good look and see how it is that our own government deals with these things. Um, we can start with the let's let's go back a little ways. Let's go to Sandy Hook Elementary School. Okay. We had um, we had twenty three, I believe it was twenty three students, um, brutally shot by a very disturbed individual, and uh, the first reaction from the government was, "We need a bill to control guns." We're hearing it again now in Vegas, and I keep thinking to myself, you know, it's it's an emotional response because this is you know everybody's emotions are raw. But what would it... To what end? But it's not an emotional response. It, it is a calculated uh, response by the left to pursue their agenda. This isn't emotional. This is... this is They see it as an opportunity to push what they want. And they will use anything. Anything to do that. Look, Sandy Hook Elementary is um, a perfect example of my my favorite quote when seconds count the police are minutes away it doesn't matter how good they are and I'm not saying that any of the policemen in any of these events shirked their duty I'm sure they didn't but when seconds count the police are minutes away that means it's up to you what do you think might have happened in Sandy Hook if one of the uh, people in the school were actually armed maybe it'd be 11 or two, or or one, or or none. Maybe only Adam Lanza. He's the shooter. He's the shooter. Yeah. Sorry. I think the main thing is we will never know. Uh, One of the big things that I always see is the answer to guns is not more guns. And uh, to that, I only ask: we have let's take two major metropolitan areas. If we take uh, Dallas versus Chicago, where in Dallas everyone is packing and thus people need to pay more respect. Not everyone does, because there's always exceptions. This is not a blanket thing. But mm-hmm. the, when you are not sure if the person that you may be doing something to could at any time de- defend themselves properly you will act differently. The hurricane said that it was uh, on on her many uh, business travels. She uh, went to Dallas last year for the first time, and she said, she called me and said, this is the politest society in the United States. And she didn't understand why. And I went, yeah, everybody's packing. And you're right. You're absolutely right, Chief. And yet it's a... You can't bring it up because they, well, I shouldn't say they, certain people do not like that ex- uh, example. So what can right. you do? Because if you're, at that point, you're talking to someone who doesn't want to accept it, they don't want to take statistics, they want to take feelings. You know, I feel that every time I see it, it makes me feel bad, and thus I need to get rid of it because, of course, it makes me feel bad. Well, I mean, if you if you want to look at a country that has total gun control, Citizens cannot use guns. 
Uh, they can't even buy a single round of ammunition. It's a heavy, steep fine, like jail time. Mm-hmm. And that's been going on for, like, uh, at least two decades. Uh, that would be Mexico, folks. Was that the society that you wanted here? You know, the one with all the drug lords with the uh, automatic weapons killing people and nobody can fight back? They just have to take it? Is, yeah, is surprisingly enough, um, criminals tend to um, not pay attention to laws. Huh. It's kind of what makes them criminals. Huh, what a surprise. England is another good example. Is that what you want? Do you want your police officers to go stop or I shall say stop again? Well, you know, they're having all kinds of problems over there now because uh, there's a whole bunch of people there who um, don't really feel the whole proper English, you know, we shouldn't be cutting slime bombs and all that liquid stuff. Um, so they're, <laughs> they're running into all kinds of problems. Well, well, I mean, they got lots of knife attacks, too, or, or, well, really edged weapons, right? I mean, a screwdriver can be just as deadly, right? Well, today they just banned uh, the sale of acid to miners. And by acid, I mean things that are, are caustic, not necessarily LSD, which should have already been. <laughs> I, I, read that, I read that headline, and I, honest to God, my first thought was, you can buy acid in England? <laughs> I didn't know that. It certainly would explain the Beatles. Oh. oh, dear. It's okay. I'm pretty sure the two that are left are not listening to the show. You don't know that, but... <laughs> It's guaranteed now. <laughs> Ringo, I'm so sorry that I offended you. Sir Paul? Not it, so it, much. It, it. <laughs> wow. I like Sir Paul. Then you can sit in a room and listen to all of the Wings recordings. Okay. Okay, you're dead to me. <laughs> I like Band on the Run. <sighs> Yeah, for the 85 times they play it. But we digress. I, I just think you're bitter. Uh, well, there's that too. It's been it's been a long week, and it's only <laughs> indeed, Wednesday. Indeed it has. But but yeah, banning guns is, is not the answer here. It's not really even part of the conversation. You know, um, this uh, wingnut in uh, Las Vegas got his weapons legally. The... the um, the kid in uh, Sandy Hook stole his weapons from someone who got them legally. Right. His mom, which he killed. So it's, yep. it's not like... The one thing that you that they say, well, would there be legislation to make it harder? You cannot regulate morality. If someone is going to do something bad, which is what I always tell my kids, why they have to just be aware of your surroundings... Because if if they have it in their mind to do something bad, then the law or anything else is not going to stop them because they have already said, I don't care about the law, I'm going to do whatever bad thing they are going to do. And thus, whatever havoc they're going to do, they're going to use whatever's around them. Whether it be uh, guns, bombs, gasoline. I mean, we can point to... Or, or just a truck. Yes. you can You can just be driving. If you notice one of the things, if we if we just talk about, you know, in the magical world of comic book movies, the, the there are many time a villain never has to use a gun. I mean, even the Joker said, you know, with gasoline I can do everything I need. If banning guns wouldn't have done anything to stop them. It's true. It's, it's true. true. It's true. That isn't that, but it, but it's something that the left wants. So 
we get treated to this little uh, this little lecture every time something like this happens, and it's it's frankly it, it upsets me. That's why I didn't want to talk about Vegas when we were doing the uh, show prep, not because I don't care, but because I just knew this uh, nonsense was going to start up again. The thing I find ironic, and and it happens every single time, is we're told that when it comes to gun violence, we just need more laws and it will stop gun violence. But when it comes to drug use, we're told, well, people are going to do drugs. Why are you writing laws to make them stop do drugs? You can't, you can't legislate their bad, bad behavior. And I'm like, well, wait, wait a second. I'm, I'm sorry. Bad behavior is bad behavior, whether it's doing illicit drugs and, and committing crimes to feed your habit or getting a gun out and shooting somebody bad is bad you know and and but but the left has this you know this soft spot for the drug user well i i I don't know about that because a lot of time at least in my experience it is uh the perception is that a drug user is only hurting himself and they don't take into account all the people that support that person care about that person but then again neither does the drug user there was I don't know if anyone listens to classic radio, but I turned it on, and lo and behold, they were not doing classic radio. They were talking about a a rehab high school, of which, you know, 60% of the rehabbers uh, make it through and don't relapse, compared to 30% that go to a regular high school. And Mm. one of the people that was coming out said, if you do not want to be helped, then nothing anyone can do is going to help said you have to want to stop it Uh, right you getting put inside a spot like that is because your parents care about you if you don't recognize that and you want to be self-destructive then it'll it will just continue to escalate you'll run out of money so you'll have to steal things so that you can get drugs or you know the oldest profession you'll eventually start selling yourself because the drugs control you so it turns out this person was on so, like an antidepressant or antipsychotic something, at least the uh, the tinfoil has been going on and on about how there's two to three people he was under mind control drugs and uh, legislation dealing with gu- guns was just coming up in the Supreme Court and then bang we have this and that is why uh, Hillary out of nowhere is talking about silencers that would have had nothing to do with anything, and it it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I swear, sometimes she's got a magic eight ball that has old, worn-out phrases, and she just shakes that bad boy up. Oh, silencers! That one sounds good, and she screeches it out on her Twitter account. I'm sorry. Who are we talking about? <clears throat> she who shall not be named. She who shall not be named. Can she just, you know, um, uh? Hillary, if you're listening, we would all really, really be appreciative if you would just go away. No, okay? she's, she's ramping up for just, 2020. Just go away. The 2020 isn't going to happen, sweetheart. <laughs> she's, Nobody she's gonna, likes you. Nobody. She's going to be crucial. She's going to be Bill didn't important. like you. <laughs> the comments wow. from the goon. No way reflect <laughs> what the chief is thinking. Please don't murder me. That's true. I don't want to commit suicide with two shots to the back of my head. I and be found I'm try- in Fort I'm trying Marcy to Park. help. Trying to help you so that you can, you know, have a fulfilling life. 
that that dream that one's not going to happen. Yeah, go romp in the you, woods. You might have to. Whoa. I don't. <laughs> you, ooh. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I'm backing away from that one because there you could get a late night visitor now. <laughs> Well, she, had somebody who's, she has so many of those walking through the woods sightings, you know, I figure. But, but, but she seems to be happy out there. We seem to have strayed somewhat from <laughs> our initial <laughs> topic. Let, let me ask you gentlemen a question. When you're out and about with your family or, or even by yourself and something happens, who's responsible for your safety? Usually who's the job? Ghostbusters, but that's who is I call. Is that who you're going to call? That, that is who <laughs> I, I call. You have them right on speed dial, do you? Yes, I do. Okay. I, uh, I, I, I go with my my law firm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because if <laughs> I have a phone, I have a lawyer. <laughs> do we cheat him now? Exactly. That's, if you have a phone, you have a lawyer. That would be Cohen, Snyder, McClellan, Eisenberg, and Katzenberg. Or it was at one time. I don't remember now. Thank it you, Bubba Smith. And Kirk. We're, just, we're just throwing out sponsors. If any of you law firms would like to sponsor our show, <laughs> it's swimmingwiththe.fish. You can find us on the web, and we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Ding, ding. Thank you. The, uh, um, I mean, you're, you're responsible, right? Absolutely. When the hurricane and I were um, uh, at a local hotel with a gigantic uh, convention center... Uh, several years ago, at, we had just gotten to the hotel. I forgot what kind of conference we were going to. Um, as we were walking through the gigantic convention hall, the fire alarm went off. Hmm. What do you think most people do when a fire alarm goes off? <laughs> Panic and run. No, actually, you know, you would think that, but they don't. Mo- a they, lot of them will stand around and go, they, is they, this real or a test? They freeze and they start looking around. Um, uh, that isn't what I do. Well, I mean, that's uh, because uh, you're a semi-professional. It, well, you know what? A fire grows, uh, doubles in size about every 30 seconds. So do the math. It can be in a warehouse size uh, fire in uh, six or seven minutes. Uh, so what I did was I, I put my arm around the hurricane and started guiding her to the door. And she's going, well, wait, wait, we don't even know if it's real. It doesn't matter. We're going to go outside and watch it from there. That way, if it is real, we'll be out of danger. Don't look at other people. Look straight ahead. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. Just keep watching. Because if people start panicking, we're going to need to get to the door quickly. And and that's I've just always been that way. I wouldn't be one of those people in Hurricane Katrina sitting on their roof waiting for FEMA to come and get them. Because guess what? They're not coming soon enough to help you because they can't. It's true. I mean, the, a lot of the great stories coming out of Vegas, and, and you know, as horrible an incident as this is, there have been some wonderful stories about man's humanity to his or her fellow man. And um, but even the hospital, you know, which which excellent facilities. Don't get me wrong, but you can't suddenly take multiple hundreds of injured people you know in in, in a matter of an hour um, the places so, were overrun and you know you basically had you know <clears throat> some serious triage that had to be done getting the people away from the site was was not being done by police and ambulances although they were doing the best they could in a lot of cases it was people breaking into pickup trucks that had been parked nearby and you know saying okay you 20 get in the back we're getting out of dodge yeah, and that, and that is 
pretty much the nature of how it has to be. You have to use your wits and do what is necessary to keep as many people safe as you can. You're not going to be able to keep everybody safe, but but you can save some. So, and if, if if every even if ten percent of the people do that, you know, it'll help. I, I'm I'm absolutely convinced of that. That's something we teach here at uh, at the Goon Manor. Uh, that's uh, to what we taught the Goon Child. You're responsible. Don't wait for FEMA. You know, you know the government can't even feed you after a hurricane. That's true. You know, and it isn't that FEMA doesn't have the food or doesn't want to. You know, even if they put, I don't know, I personally think that the military would be best suited for setting up kitchens and medical facilities to take care of large numbers of people because they know how to do it. But even they would fall short in a uh, in a crisis like a like a, a Hurricane Harvey or a Katrina or an Irma. A question: um, I, I know that we now have a significant military presence in Puerto Rico, and are they there basically because FEMA couldn't do the job, or are they helping FEMA? Um, does anybody know what the relationship between the two are? We have now taken it over. FEMA or Puerto Rico? It, see, or it this was, show? It was a territory. Now <laughs> it is property. They're going to rebuild. They're going to make it better. It's going to be the $6 trillion island. <laughs> That's about well, what it'll probably cost. Because, I mean, in, you know, in all seriousness, as we have heard from various people who actually you know, come from there and understand it, much like over here... When certain people rise to power, they start hoarding the money instead of paying for things like infrastructure or things that would have helped in this current crisis. I mean, yeah, we we've heard that there's a epic level of corruption going on in Puerto Rico. And one of the other issues is that the people that are striking so that they can, you know, negotiate the rates for them to drive are using the tragedy as a bargaining chip because obviously they think, hey, I was not being treated fairly before. Uh, you know, people's <laughs> lives are literally... now you really need me. Yes. Lives are in the balance. What are you going to do now? I mean, it's yeah. the worst way to do it, but when you feel yeah. like you have no choice, what exactly do you do? I don't know. I still feel that's kind of contemptible, but maybe that's just my privilege showing well, that's because you've always been paid. You know, try doing work and not getting paid and see see what happens. Uh, well, well, that's actually not not true. Um, when the hurricane and I started her business, uh, twice she, did, she didn't pay you. Uh, twice we had clients uh, not pay us once to the tune of about thirty thousand mm. dollars, and we spent we spent several years recovering from that. But you're right, Chief. I didn't lose my house. I had all I wanted to eat. I mean, it was it was disposable income that mattered. But still, you know, it took me a long time to not be really angry with the person who didn't pay us. Right. I knew where they were. I knew what company they worked with. And I actually had the power to go to that company and, and that, that did not know that this person was moonlighting. I could have proven it, and I could have made their life horrible. And I didn't do it. And 
for a long time I regretted that. Now, you know what? I honestly can't even tell you that uh, that woman's name. I can kind of picture her, but I no longer want to, you know, do her harm or see her life be terrible or it's just like, well, that's the best you could do. Okay, I guess. Now, karma karma usually handles that for you, so yeah, well, I'm not going to be able to do anything about it, so uh, uh, I have to take a lesson from Frozen and let it go. <laughs> I will not be including any clips from that show in the show notes. Just <laughs> You could take that as a thank you to all of our fans. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Just, Terrible. Be can't say I didn't try. Well, you did. You did. Um, so... We're pretty much convinced that the government can't do much. Is there anything they can do well? I mean, I think the military is trying, at least. They know how to spend money like nobody's business. <laughs> and it doesn't matter who's president. I mean, it, let's, let's look back. We had Bush Sr., who believed certain people, found out they were lying, couldn't do anything about it. He had already spent wouldn't, the money. Wouldn't mm-hmm. be prudent. Yeah, we had... <laughs> We had Slick Willie, who couldn't spend it fast enough. What the heck was I supposed to do? You've seen my wife. But he balanced the budget. Uh, So, I wouldn't say he balanced it. Well, okay. Newt Gingrich balanced it, and he said, I'll take credit. Way to to go, Crutch. (laughs) I feel your pain, son. So, then we had had GWB. This is your turn, Crutch. I can't do him. Strategery. Yes, where apparently his strategy involved getting us in the longest kerfuffles we've ever been in (laughs) with no way of paying for it, people not sure why they're there, people still not sure why they're there, and but we sure are constantly spending money for it. At least we're not no longer trying to nation build, so we may actually accomplish whatever original goal we had. Then we had Obizzle, who decided... That <laughs> Obizzle? Yes. <laughs> or abysmal. Can 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 he's a very difficult voice to do. Now uh, uh you see Well here. you need to get it up around here. The whatever his deal was, it was like money is is the white man's problem, so I'm gonna make it that. And he was successful. <laughs> and then eight to nine months into the Trump apocalypse, we have we haven't seen... I don't understand how we got to, like, 20 some trillion where we're not supposed to be doing stuff, and yet the the budget and the deficit s- keep increasing. Like what, what amazes me, though, is, is we keep hearing quarterly the nation took in more money in taxes than they ever have before. Now, I'm, I'm a simple person. If I get a raise... I'm looking at, okay, so do I, I get to put a little more towards the principal on my mortgage and maybe pay my mortgage off early? Or, you know, I've got that equity line I really need to get the balance down. Or, you know, <clears throat> we have this, you know, local store with the red and white concentric circles that all of a sudden we have a credit card for, so we got to get the balance on that sucker down. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, that that's my first thought. Unfortunately, the 435 jack and apes in the one room and the hundred jack and apes in the other room go, oh, we brought in an extra dollar? Well, by gosh, we need to spend a dollar eleven more. Yeah, and those those military toilet seats are expensive. It's not fair. It's not fair. 
So I'm I'm waiting, I, the, and the reason why I'm waiting is because we have people in the current administration that I think they are upset enough with what's going on that they are threatening others, and we should see some type of change. I don't think it's going to come in this uh, tax reform bill, if that ever does make it outside of Congress, which is debatable. But it sounds very strange. The things that I've been reading are uh, not what I would exactly call a cut. Well, nope. somebody's getting cut, just not the way that they think, you know. Yeah. It, Starting yeah. at the wrist up to the elbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it, and and I, I, if I see one more they... politician with a three-by-five card saying, you're going to do your taxes on one of these, I'm going to roll it up and make him eat it. That's because they're going to send large federal regulators to your house to collect taxes from you directly. Knock on door, go e. How you doing? You need to pay your taxes. I'm going to be coming by weekly. You better pay me. And they'll find a lot of people speak like that, you know. Hey. 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 <laughs> you don't want to be, you do not want to find yourself late on this payment. That would be detrimental. <laughs> Keyword there, debt. I, I don't Just know. So <laughs> this is think <laughs> it through. There's no way that we have. have we enough. lost our whole audience now. <laughs> Probably. You've basically described that we've, we've basically gone to a a uh, what's a kleptocracy? <laughs> kleptocracy? Yeah. Is that a group of people that steals things? It's it's a government run by thieves. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Venezuela. <laughs> Is what you're saying. Yes, see Venezuela. <laughs> I I look at Venezuela and you you really do have to shake your head. You have to go. You people literally have the ability to print money. It's in the ground. You pump it out of the ground. Everybody buys it from you. They run their cars. You live a good life. No, and they're all happy, people, happy, happy. Right. You people can't even get bread on the shelves because you are so completely and totally messed. But but communism works. There you go. Yeah. Let's not forget forget that you know communism works. Well, you know, and we keep we keep we keep hearing from our own media how you know outside forces are what caused Venezuela to be the problem, and, and like everything else, the media does. I basically had to turn them off. With regard to, it's only tragedies. failed. It's only failed everywhere it's tried. <laughs> right. I mean, with regard to the tragedy subject that we originally started off with, the media is so complicit in their denial of the obvious and their ability to twist and slant a story to meet some particular political agenda. They're really, unfortunately, they're no different than the politicians they seek to be the fourth estate around. Um, you know, we when what was it was Harvey? Was it Harvey? Yeah, Texas was Harvey, right? Okay, correct. <clears throat> the president and the first lady get on a plane to go down to Texas to check out what's going on after Harvey. Because that's what and, presidents do. Right. And we got this incredible diatribe about how Melania Trump, the first lady, was wearing high heels and how this was inappropriate and showed some effrontery to the people of Texas who I'm pretty sure didn't care two hoots to heck. And then, of yeah. course... Yeah, if she said, let them eat cake, I would understand the comments. But these are shoes. <laughs> With really tall hair. You know, wrap the hair all up and all. Um, uh, 
And I, she was honest, changed. She changed on the plane. She came out in sneakers. I'm like, okay, well, you know, so she wanted to wear high heels onto the plane. Big friggin' deal. But that's, you know, what's, that's what you're going to get everybody focused on. Melania is wearing the wrong shoes to a, to a, uh, a natural disaster. And then I happened to watch the news this morning, and they're reviewing the fact that the president has been down to Puerto Rico. It was yesterday, was it? Yeah, yesterday. And he's meeting with the very vociferous mayor of San Juan, who's uh, not really a big fan. And, of course, they're all remarking about how, you know, she's, you know, try, you know putting on this you know, great front for Puerto Rico. And, of course, she's wearing high heels. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Shouldn't you guys be, you know, castigating her because she's wearing high heels? And I thought, no, of course not. Silly me. Now, let's, let's take one other thing. This, every time there was some type of natural disaster... You saw the president and the first lady. How many natural disasters were there in the last eight years that you can remember that was a big one that required the president's, you know, presence? Do you, can you remember? Hmm. Well, um, let's see. Was Sandy in the last eight years? Yes, Superstorm Sandy. So, yeah. Superstorm Sandy met, really messed up New Jersey... Uh, Even of, more than normal. Yeah, if you couldn't really tell, but you know that's that's besides the point. And the big thing there was the fact that the president was there, the first lady was not. Really? At all? Did anyone say anything? Hmm, that's a good question. The answer uh, of course is no. not. I'm sorry, yeah. silly me. <laughs> and that and that was a big thing. So every time we've had. Melania at a spot. Uh, people focus on what she's wearing, whether it's the the pink dress that got you know bullying statements for, whether it's the right. high heels, whether it's the fact that English is like her fourth language. But you know, there's a there's something to be said about a previous first lady who was not there because you know even though uh, I can't remember what happened during Clinton's uh, reign. But I, I do know <laughs> that... <Rain of> terror. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. But, you know, not only... If Hillary was there, they didn't want her there. And when she did show up, they were waiting for her to leave. So, you know, th there's big differences. <laughs> the media covered it totally different. That's all I'm trying to get. Well, no, you're absolutely right. And and by their own admission, um, they they vote, what, 85% um, on the left left of center, Democrat, whatever, liberal... Um, so, you know, if you go in understanding that you're not going to get an even shake, um, it's, it's, and it's bad. I mean, Fox News, unfortunately, is, is you know, finding themselves leaning the other way. So, um, <laughs> so I, um, I would have to say getting upset about the media coverage doesn't get me anywhere, but it doesn't stop me from, from being mad. It really doesn't, it, to be honest with you, I don't think it would matter. I mean, President Trump could have flown in with, with you know, 7,000 C-140s full of everything, dropped it all on the ground, totally um, uh, wrote off Puerto Rico's entire debt, and the, the media would probably have still complained about, you know, the effects of global warming from all the planes. Well, would... They, they have to have some type of angle. I mean, 
regardless of what it is, whether it's a good angle or a bad angle, you're going to have one group that's always doing the liberal side, one group that's doing the conservative side, unless mm-hmm. you're One American News and you just do the news. And God bless them. Now, folks, if you, uh, if you uh, have the Verizon cable system, uh, you can find them, I we believe it's 614. No, nope, it is 616. I was close. I was really I was so close. Yes. Uh, channel 616, the OANN, One American Network, News Network. Also, OANN.com. Free plug. Love these guys. Ding, ding. They, they have a couple of opinion shows, but they tell you right up front, these are the opinion shows. You turn them on during the day, it's just news stories. And it's, 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 it's a wonderful thing. I, you know, so tired of, of everybody going rah-rah president or he's the Antichrist. You know, so I mean... They both can go, but we don't. We don't really have much more we can say about those folks. Um, the one thing I, I have been very, I don't know, hopeful. I guess would be the word. Hopeful to to see. Certainly out of Vegas. Certainly out of Texas. Certainly out of Florida. I don't think we have enough people on the ground looking at what people are doing in Puerto Rico yet, just to know. But there's been a lot of people just taking care of themselves and their neighbors. And I guess that's the best you can hope for in this kind of situations. That's what we do best as a nation. Yeah, coming together when you do have the resources to do it is is a nice thing. One of the things that you will see many of the Western countries do the same thing while not always portrayed that way. I, re- I do remember during the uh, uh, ca- the hurricane Katrina, the 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 media, the same media that has been saying how they're the bastions of equality, they would right. they would show a picture of certain people, uh, you know, of of lighter skin getting food, and they were survivors. They would show people of darker skin, and they were looters, and that was. To me, I was like, I, I can't believe that, you know, both people are trying to survive, and yet yeah. you have just labeled them differently. In fact, the Washington Post, on, on the latest tragedy, they said that this, the, the killer was a, was a mild-mannered, you know, country-loving Southerner. And I was like, I, I, I what? failed. Who? Yes, it was... <laughs> I, I, How I do they know that already? We I, we d- we barely know this guy's name. He's from Nevada. I don't understand where the. I mean, that is blatant bias. Where you know you could have someone, and if they had, uh, look, just take Flando Castile. They they linked him to many things, even though he had done none of those. He was a teacher, clean record, had a. Uh, I mean, in order to get. A concealed carry, you need to be within the system. So that means that if any, if you had done anything bad, you would have been picked up. So this person was was an actual, you know, good, upstanding citizen, and something bad happened. While this the other person did something bad, and yet they are being painted in a different light. That is why doesn't matter what time frame it is, the, the media is losing. The, the faith of certain people that, that read it. They're losing, they've lost their objectivity, so 
it, I, I find it I find it very hard in a crisis if I see people uh, you know breaking into the food stores and getting food and bringing it out I, I know I've said this before you guys kind of jumped on me it, it, it that's not looting that's that is survival I, I have never jumped on you that would no, be no, a feat no, in itself <laughs> thank you for a visual that will not go away uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving isn't it yeah However, if you see them breaking into the liquor store or the TV store, not well, really a necessity. The, the furniture store, unless you're, you know, it's cold and that's the only way you're going to heat your home. I guess I could see that, but yeah, those are both right down the street with a sofa on my back because I need firewood. Really, it's opportunistic. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. Bringing a refrigerator home? No. That Bring that'd be hard to do. <laughs> Bringing loaves of bread and some hamburger home? Yeah. But, okay, so, once again, breaking the law is still breaking the law. I agree. If you, I mean, there are many times that people compensate, you know, because uh, there was something that happened, and I know that in my area, uh, one of the gas station attendance was shot and the entire community came together and he was shot just because he happened to be a Sikh and this was uh, right after 9-11 and a lot of people who were really dumb confused the really wrong people and, and they were bringing up the fact that you know there's, there's guys that gas and go and this person said instead of doing that just tell me and you know we'll, we'll create a system where you can just pay me back later there were a lot mm-hmm. of people who just needed to get home so that they could get money or they forgot their wallet or whatever the case was. And that is why they were more than happy, even though they were struggling, to help the family out. Because that is, you know, one of the things that makes us great. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm not a penny, penny pincher, money, Mr. Moneybags. I have a family just like you do. I'm a human just like you. And... If I can help you, and I know that eventually I'll be compensated for it because, you know, again, I have my own family, I have my own bills, then everyone can win. We uh, we can only hope that, uh, you know, going forward, we're going to... Uh, there's, there's an old saying that, you know, you should probably take about three days before you say anything whenever there's something that, you know, immediately gets a knee-jerk reaction hasn't quite been well I guess it's been kind of three days so maybe this was a good day to do this talk I uh, I hope you all got something out of it um, we felt a little cathartic I guess um, no real no real great deep questions answered here um, never are <laughs> really not our job we're, we're you know we're swimming That's... with the fish we're not diving deep <laughs> thank you very much for listening folks good night <laughs>